This Garage Logic podcast, recorded on a Friday, November 6th, 2020, will not have a number because it will be a best of Garage Logic. This Garage Logic podcast, however, still is brought to you by the fine folks at Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Uh, if you're looking for some garden mums, they got it. If you're looking for some plastic wrap for the windows, they got it. All of your needs at Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Now let's just go ahead and hit the theme, bros. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Well, that's not not entirely true. The mayor is here uh, by the magic of audio um, replay. He will not be here in studio. The staff is enjoying a Friday off. And I just want to remind you that we are going to have a best of. And what I've chosen for the best of is some of the candidates that we've had on the air. Um, actually, as Reavers pointed out uh, earlier this week, or the staff pointed out, that we didn't have any winners on the air. Uh, but this one... Uh, this was the gentleman that was running against um, John Thompson. This is uh, District 67A, and John Strominger, or Jack Strominger, is the name of the uh, individual that was running. And, well, he wasn't quite our normal candidate. And if I can give you a little background, the staff, while this was going on, uh, while we were on our YouTube Zoom um, video, we were having a little bit of fun with the mayor, so just listen to that with the uh, with the keen ear of the background things that were going on were rather um, unique. There was some there was some horsing around going on, but here we go. Here's the interview with John Strominger. This is from August twenty seventh, twenty twenty. Anthem. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. We're joined by John Strominger, the uh, Republican-endorsed candidate for legislative House seat 67A in St. Paul, the east side around Lake Phelan. Hello, John. Hello, Joe. Do people call you John or Jack? Uh, both. It, okay. It's a, it's a catch, uh, catch, catch as can, I guess. Help us, uh, help us understand uh, your background, uh, John, uh, and how you decided you wanted to get into the race. Okay, political or... Uh, yeah, well, I moved to Minnesota in 1967. Okay. And uh, but um, uh, background. Yeah, I worked for the city of Shoreview for 27 years in mm-hmm. maintenance. And uh, but uh, about getting into the race, it was uh, I, I've been to a number of uh, uh, political events and things, and uh, for some reason, somebody called me up and said, "Jack, nobody's running on the east side," <laughs> and so. Within four hours of the Secretary of State office building closing, um, I went down, and it was like, you know, the standard was for conservatives were laying on the ground for this part of the town, mm-hmm. and I just picked it up, and then I got thrown into the vortex. So that's my story. Uh, John, uh, do you have a family? Um, yeah, my family's on the East Coast. My mother's 95 in a nursing home recovering from COVID. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, up in New York State, yeah. But, I mean, do you have a wife and kids? or? Well, yeah, I was married for about 14 years. Okay. I've been single for the last 30. Right. And I've got a girlfriend in the Philippines. So we're trying to get married, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, what are your interests for the East Side, uh, John? What What do you hope to accomplish? Ah, um, boy, i got a whole list of things here. Um, okay. Uh, uh, for the East Side or generally, you know, uh, conservative issues, um, I remember getting up one morning and driving down to the Phelan Shopping Center, and everything was covered with plywood. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, holy mackerel, what's going on here? And, uh, and then I found out. So I think that this whole COVID-19 is is a block. It's a roadblock that we can't get past. You know, people can't work. People can't go to school. Um, we got people living in the woods, and it's, mm-hmm. they're turning into a Bolshevik. Uh, they're turning into Bolshevik cannon fodder, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some of the, some of the immediate things um, I can talk about, but uh, like housing, you know, they're talking about uh, helping people get houses uh, into houses. If people own a house, then they have a vested piece in the community. If they right. have. Uh, Job training and there is jobs available. Uh, you know, um, it, we can go on. Well, I, I think we should, but most importantly, John, uh, it seems to me you have a great opportunity uh, to take uh, uh, an advantage with the public to show your your behavior as opposed to your opponent. I'm sure you're aware of John Thompson's behavior in Hugo a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did uh, reply to that. Uh, John Thompson was really upset about his friend being shot, and I wrote a story about how how um, you know it's important that when people take the uh, permit to carry course, I said what they need to do is write out in longhand, you know, script, uh, whatever, what to do when a policeman stops you, you mm-hmm. know, and in order to pass <laughs> the permit to carry, they have right. to write a report and hand it in. You know, in longhand, because it helps with the memory, because they don't have their hands on the steering wheel when they're stopped. Okay, they just pull the car over, turn the car off. It's just nighttime, you turn the dome light on. And uh, you should have your license and stuff nearby so you don't have to jump around the vehicle when the cop's coming up there wondering what in the world's going on inside there, you know. So, so they should have both hands on the steering wheel, and they should answer the questions as they're asked, and no small talk. Real simple. But it seems a lot of people are getting shot because they don't follow what should have been drilled into their minds during the uh, permit to carry courses. Okay, and, and that I, has to do with the police police training, the, the the public training. You know, I suspect you're talking about uh, Philando Castile's behavior. Is that what you're referring to? Um, yes, but it, it's not only his behavior. I mean, it it seems like a lot of people they they um, they have to get into a song and dance. They've got to uh, complain or whatever. But if it's just, you know, they've been given a privilege to carry a gun, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay? Yes. So if they're legally carrying, there's nothing to be afraid of, you know? Um, there's no, no, but somehow it's not trained. But, but be, let's let's talk about your opponent uh, and his threatening behavior in Hugo. Do you, have you been able to 
to uh, 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 make inroads based on his behavior? Have you have you sensed that you're uh, you're going to become an appealing alternative to that? Have you sensed that? Well, I know that he was upset about Castile being killed, and um, uh, how do I say this? Um, uh, I think he died, and a lot of guys died because of education. Um, Like, another thing he mentioned was uh, when he was having the tirade that the kids, his kids, suffering in school, the classes move on ahead of them, and, and they suffer. So I wrote a little story saying that I understand how that feels. I flunked first grade, Joe. You know? mm-hmm. And then That's hard I had to, to do. Play, play catch up for a long time. I went to some Votech schools here in Minnesota. Long story, and uh, and I think that it is a valid point that uh, if the kids get individual education, so that the class goes on fine. The class goes on without them. They have to start where they are. You can't get ahead unless you start where you are. And so I think our education, um, the uh, the school choice. Um, you know, if that's provided uh, to some of the kids that have great potential, it's just sitting there being ruined. Right. Anyway, sorry, John. Uh, let me take a guess at my uh, at my knowledge of accents. You you came here from Massachusetts, New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, that was going to be my second choice. New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah. What brought you to Minnesota in the first place? Uh, my dad worked for the Woolworth Company, and consequently, I did here. Mm-hmm. in the Midway Shopping Center in downtown St. Paul as a stockman years ago, many years ago. But my dad got transferred out here, and I went with the free room and board. Do you have any events uh, planned, John, any uh, public events where you can try to share your message? Um, I like to go sometimes to some of the uh, the Second Amendment rallies, you know, um, and I have spoken up. I, I, and, and matter of fact, I did speak up about. Um, I, I mentioned that one of the House of Representatives, uh, you know, public speaking things about um, the Veteran Affairs Committee hearing in February twenty fourth, two thousand and ten, where um, uh, Dr. Peter R. Bregan mentioned. Uh, induced suicide by uh, by antidepressants and stuff. He wrote yeah. the book on a medication madness. It's a long uh-huh. story. But yeah. I'll go to a lot of those type of things. But, no, I don't have any anything planned. I'll, I usually just kind of tag along stuff, you know. Do you, do you have anybody doing any door knocking for you? No, I think we decided that um, we'll just uh, do a mailing, you know. It, it, it was kind of like... <laughs> this thing came out of the blue, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I had thought that, okay, I'll hold up a standard here, and, uh, you know, no one's ever won from the Republican Party over here, you know, never. And uh, I thought, well, okay, I'll just hold the standard, you know. But now I've been uh, asked to stretch myself, and it's it's a slow process. But you're taking it very seriously. You would love to represent your area. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I would. Yeah, and I want you to too. Uh, it's very rare that someone with any conservative thinking at all represents any part of urban America. Yeah, sometimes it gets that way. Yeah. Any events planned for this weekend? Uh, <laughs> to survive. You know? uh-huh. Well. Yeah. Well, we're all in that boat, aren't we? Well, you know, there was a, a van parked right in front of my 
house right in front of the sidewalk, and it's from uh, Michigan. And it looks like it's broke down or something. And yeah. so the thought crosses my mind, you know, there are radicals out there. My name, <laughs> my name is a Republican against a, uh, what would you call them, an anarchist, uh, uh, nihilistic, uh, violent counterculture? Yes. So, so I'd like to say that, you know, it would be nice to survive, you know. What's that got to do with the van? Oh, you suspect that might have been trouble? Yeah, I don't know. You know, who knows if there's uh, plastic explosives in it or something. You know, it's not from around here. Oh, i got to tell you, um, as soon as I filed, you know, to run, yes, yes. Um, my mailbox was raided. And no. I went outside and I saw this woman leaving my sidewalk and with a pile of stuff in her hands. And it was my mail. It was packaged, whatever. And... She threw it into the front seat of her car, and uh, and I, I said, I found her. I said, you just took my mail. And she jumped into the car, and and I'm reaching in to get my mail. I could see it was my mail, my name on it, the Minnesota Street Ride Association magazine right on top. Uh, I'm a bit, I've been a member for decades, but anyway. Uh, so I reach in to get the mail, and she takes off. My arm is in the car. She takes off. And I'm hanging on. I didn't want to get knocked over, but I kind of leaped over into the grass on the boulevard, and she was gone. I looked up. She's driving away, and there's no license plate on the back. Oh, you know? for Pete's sake. There's, there's people coming in here. You know, there's, there's people coming in with guns lately in different places. Uh, they're not from around the area where all this ruckus is going on. Anyway. Well, we can't thank you enough for the time, Jack. Okay. No, not no, yet. No, we're, no. We're, we're still with you. We're not not done. I do have a question for you. Uh, What do you foresee down the road here? Uh, A lengthy political career, or are you just going to maybe set things right and then go back to personal life? Well, I'd I'd like to say I could set some things right, but I'm 72 years old. And, uh, uh, you know, I'd I'd like to be of service in some way uh, for a short duration of time. No, I, I don't have any great plans. Well, I think I don't need your address, Jack. But where vaguely do you live on the east side? Hey, don't tell us your address, of course. Okay, I live um, very close to the Phelan Boulevard. Oh, sure. All yeah. right. Somewhere, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful area, but it needs it needs some help. Yeah. Well, they've been improving it over the years. I've been here and and this house uh, twenty years. I used to live over on Hyacinth for another fourteen years. But anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I like this area. They've made some improvements. You know, they've taken down, well, they they tore down all the 3M buildings and and uh, right, but stuff. But in in the in place of it, you know, like they tore down the bar where Sergeant Vic got murdered. You know, right, uh, right. You know, so there's been a lot of improvements around here, and they're good. Jack, uh, do you have yard signs? <laughs> no, no, I have one yard sign in front of one. my house, just one. It's hand-drawn, and it says, please vote life. Okay. And, You're pro-life. Uh, That's fine. Wonderful. Yeah, I forgot, forgot to mention, I worked. I was a member of the International Union of Gospel Rescue Missions, and I worked a number of years for uh, different rescue missions and youth ranches, and so um, I forgot to mention that. Jack, there's more to you, I think, than meets the eye. I, I, I wish you had. Do you see yard signs for John Thompson? 
Oh, yeah, and I see them in the boulevard. You know, they're not supposed to be in the boulevard, but I'm not uh, about to go pull them up, you know. No. Uh, but I, some, somebody said, oh, well, yeah, that was, uh, they gave him poetic license because he had run for the primary and they were just left over. But anyway, no, I don't have any yard signs. I don't really have plan to make yard signs. Um, I think at best, um, uh, at best, if enough money comes into the account for the um, we'll, we'll do a mailing, you know. I would hope so. I, I, you got to give yourself a chance. You've got to, you've got to get your neighbors to get to know you. Oh, my neighbors know me. In fact, my next door neighbor, Jim, uh, he is a dyed-in-wool Democrat. I'm telling you, he makes me think, and I have to kind of say, "Now wait a minute." You know. Anyway. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. You mentioned the hot rods. You have a hot rod. Well, years ago, I built a 41 Mercury rat rod. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, and then when I was at the youth ranch in Montana as their maintenance man and shop school teacher, I was there two years in Whitewater, Montana, at the Northern Montana Youth Ranch, and I had a forty, a nineteen forty uh, Hudson. Oh uh, boy, that was a four door, but it was turned into a modified speedster by <laughs> by uh, by taking the roof off and turning the roof rear window into the trunk anyway it was it it was a little two-seater and and i got pictures you know well jack uh i i've gotten to know uh through email and on the phone pam tollison she's your campaign manager correct yeah pam and uh sarah yeah and uh do you do you think they're uh uh, arranging uh, maybe that you could make some appearances and get better known among the voters on the east side well i'm hoping that people will react to the plywood <laughs> in our shopping centers you know do we do we want to wake up in the morning you know every once in a while with all the windows being plywooded i'm i'm hoping that there'll be enough people that say hey wait a second there's a difference here you know right but but people six blocks away from you they need to know your name uh, yeah, well, I, I, I guess we're just getting started, Joe. Well, you, uh, time's running out, John. Yeah, I know. Well, there's, there's something called the grace of God, you know me. Right. <laughs> you know, prayer changes things. I don't know, you know. Well, I, uh, I'm rooting for you. Uh, is there anything, yeah. is there anything Garage Logic could do to help you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have, I have the back window from the metal from a, uh, I think it's a, a, a Henry J, okay? Uh-huh. And um, I cut it out of the roof. And, <laughs> and if anybody wants to buy it for 50 bucks, you know, it has a like, shape of a heart in it, you know? Right. It's like about four feet by four feet. You could just turn it into a wall hanging, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, uh, uh, if you don't mind, maybe we'll touch, again, touch base again uh Maybe a month or so from now to see how things are going. Would that be okay with you? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. Thank you for putting up with me. No, no, no. Thank you for running, and I, I hope you make headway because uh, it's suddenly become a very important race, John. Because uh, your opponent uh, is does not sound suitable for office. Yeah, I'm surprised that the uh, the Democrat um, leadership uh, is still endorsing him. I mean, is that the type of government that the Democrats are going to bring in here, you know, yeah. still endorsing him. You know, I some do. people say, oh, he should he should be kicked out, blah, 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 and everything else. See, well, whatever, you know, just 
why are they endorsing him? Is this what they want? You know? Uh, yes. <laughs> Apparently, yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. And that's an unfortunate situation for you and all your neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Best of luck, and we'll be in touch. Hello? Yep. I think you dropped off there. Congratulations, Mr. Thompson. If you guys ever do that to me again. Oh, my God. <clears throat> uh, GLers. Uh, Who would like to do an ad right now? GLers, uh, during our talk with... <laughs> Uh, just it was too much. I can't it laugh. It hurts much. too much. No, I'm rooting for this. Yes, we are too. I want. But you were sending me funny texts, and I no, I, no, no, no. I don't appreciate. No, what we that. do, I, I, what I we do was. is the group communicates so that we don't get in the way of when you are performing an interview. We felt muted. We felt. We felt muted. Right. I thought there were some very good lines though in the uh, in the texts. Matthew, uh, I need some carpet cleaned, or uh, I, I don't know. Uh, my trusted, yeah. my, my trusted carpet cleaners? Yeah. MyTrustedCarpetCleaners.com. You know what? They love clean carpets. Who doesn't? They like a clean political race. Rookie but, said, okay, enough of that. Enough of that. Let's yeah. hear more about the girl. No, 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 no. I can't no, laugh. No, it's hurting no, too much. No, it's hurting no, too much. So my trusted carpet cleaners, what's up with that? Uh, Tim and Carla. Tim oh. and Carla Ross are garage logicians, yep. and they've been garage logicians for <laughs> Decades, so much so that we even know Carla was a runner-up fireworks queen yep. at huh? the state fair. No. Fireworks, thank you. It's a Friday scramble in Garage Logic, sponsored by the Minnesotan. Coming soon. All right, folks, let's talk about meat. Let's talk about. The Grund, Grunhoffers. We all know Grunhoffers old-fashioned meats, and they have a perfect, perfect placed store right on Highway 61 because Garage Logic owns Highway 61, and they're in Hugo, and they will sell you. Well, they started their their big kick was the the gummy bear brats, and that's you know you're trying something new, uh, but there's so much more. That's kind of a gimmick to get you in the door. Once you're in the door, you're checking out the wild rice brats, the blue. All sorts of different flavors that will tickle your fancy. If you're going to, uh, it's gorgeous next couple of days. How about some ribs? Pick up some ribs, throw them in the smoker, throw them in the grill, however you want to make them. They've got an ample supply. Reaver's own meatloaf. They've got the rookie burgers. They've got all sorts of great, and they have, uh, nice little added items. We call them accessories in the food business. You can get that thick sliced bacon. You can get beef jerky. You can get chicken jerky. It's all set and ready for you and full of wonderful, delicious flavors. What do you need to do? All you need to do is stop there. Highway 61, right in downtown Hugo, basically. Or you can go online to grundhoffersmeatmarket.com. That's grundhoffersmeatmarket.com. Don't forget about maybe a little double smoked ham. Maybe you're thinking about Thanksgiving, what you're going to have, what you're not going to have. Maybe you're not going to have turkey this year. How about a double smoked ham? The Christmas double smoked ham. You can get it all at Grundhoffer's Meat Market. They're in Hugo on Highway 61. Don't forget to tell them that the Rook sent you Grundhoffer. Spence is doing a great job at the staff, and we want you to enjoy good meat. Well, you can at Grundhoffer's Meat Market in Hugo. 
We're call heavy. You know, way back when we used to take phone calls all the time before the podcast when we were live, and I did find some some really some really good calls, and I want to share those calls with you. Um, this uh, today, this Friday afternoon, it's a gorgeous day, and uh, I don't want to get really serious. We had fun with uh, John over there from sixty seven A, and and we wish him well in the future. But um, Joe, over the years has had trouble with um, sometimes on the phones. Maria. Maria. Carol. You're on the air. No, I just wondered, I just asked a question when that was Patrick used to be on from 12 to 5 or 6 every night, every day. It seemed like that some days, didn't it? It seemed like it. Is yeah. that his name, Patrick? Yes. Okay, thank you. All right. Boy, that's some good. I think he threw you a little. That's some good call screen in there, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) That's some that's some top drawer call screen in there, Larry. Oh God! What are they? Uniformians or something that like exercise? What's once in a while. Question for Joe, it said. Yeah, so I'm got? thinking, okay, this He's is been, somebody named Maria who's got a question about traveling in Florida, and here I am. I'm going to help you. I know Randy Wayne White personally. What can mm-hmm. I do what for do you? you? And uh, all I get is, uh, you know. Well, I think it's a good idea myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so there's a uh, perfect example of how things can, I don't know, kind of veer off the beaten path. And this next call is extremely Charming. We had a little fun with it. The young lady was 100 years old, and she was charming as ever, and I did everything I could to uh, maintain my composure. Uh, but just have a listen. This was live radio way back when. Well, this I, I, can I tell you more about this Bugatti? Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. What's with line one, Angie? Well, there's a woman who's she's turning 100 tomorrow, mm-hmm. and she wants to tell you a story about the cathedral. Yes. Okay. Before the Bugatti, that takes precedence. Hello, Helen. Well, I'm not Helen. I, I was going to give the number. I'm Helen's niece. Oh. Would, well, you, would well, you like to talk to her directly? She's kind of a character. Does Helen have a specific story she wants to well, share? Well, she does. She does. Well, I'm going to put you back on hold, okay. and you give Angie her number. Okay. All right. Sure, we'll call Helen. We're going to find out if she's expecting our call, because then you can call her live. We'll well, what what right do you now. think we're going to do? Wisconsin. Oh, you get that? Yeah, she's expecting our call. Let's. Uh, I'll. Can I do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can. Well, let's, uh, run the number into the. Give me. Uh, give me the number. You know that I love to do that. This is. You know, I love one of the that. rare examples. Yeah. Angie will run in. Thanks, Angie. And uh, you'll act. Oh, she's going to put it on the screen for you. Okay. This is where you shine now. This is where oh, you're I very happy. Love to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, do I hit one first? Uh, you will have to hit one first. Okay. Go on either the warm line or the hot line. So go like this. Right? Uh, yes. And here we go. Nothing's happening. Really? Nothing's happening. All right, then let's try this one. Hello. Dial one. Hi, everybody. But you do have to tell her you are live on the air, <clears throat> just so she remembers that. She's 100. She's not going to remember.
Tenth Perennials. Is Helen in? Can you hold on? Please. Is this the radio station? Yes, ma'am. Oh, dear. Hold on a minute. Okay. Um, they just took a little walk outside. Is there any chance? We're on the air right now. I need to tell you that just to cover myself. We're on the air right oh, now. we are. Okay, yeah. well, hold on. Well, no, I can call back. Um, let me see if I can find her. I'll call I'll back. see how close to the house she is. Okay. Can't imagine she went that far. Here, I see her right now. Where where have we called? Uh, Laura. Laura. Uh-huh. Grandma has to come and talk now on the phone. She'll huh? step up the pace a little bit here. She's well, I don't want Grandma to run. Right, I mean, gonna she's not going to run. Yeah. <laughs> They're just visiting, and she's... Um, what kind of shoes does she have on? Tennis shoes? That? Does Grandma have tennis she's shoes on? She's dressed up today. She oh. has her birthday colored, uh, and I think she's got like some slip-on. Does she have slip-on tennis shoes on? Yeah. Birthday suit. Slip-on yeah. tennis shoes. All right. She doesn't have the old Grandma shoes on. <laughs> Let me turn here. this on here. All right. I'm going to talk to Helen. I think we're on the air. We are on the air. Mm-hmm. We're on the air here. Bloop. Helen, grab that phone right there. This is, this is what happens when you're hungry. Yeah, put her down. Oh, hello? Hello, Helen. Can you hear me? Uh, Can you hear me? Not very good. Okay, I'll speak up. My name is Joe Souchere. What? My name is Joe Souchere. We're on the air in the Twin Cities. Oh, yeah. And your niece called us, Helen. Oh. And said that you had a story about the cathedral. Oh. Well, I remember it. I remember hearing about it, you know, because it, uh, they had the leg of the cornerstone the day I was born. My, my dad was up there, and so my mother was home alone. Uh-huh. And that was what happened. Oh, I see. Okay. So, uh... That's really all I know about. Well, so so the story, Helen, is that you, huh? you and the cathedral... Yeah. Share the same birthday. Oh, really? Well, that's it because June second, yeah. you were born June second, nineteen oh seven, correct? Right, right. And the and the cornerstone for the cathedral was laid June second, nineteen oh seven, as well. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about it. Right. Yeah. Helen, are you so uh, tomorrow is your birthday? Yeah. Well, many, many happy returns. Well, thank you. Where where have we reached you, Helen? Where in Wisconsin are you? I'm up in, uh, at my son's house up in, uh, oh, let's see, it's beyond Taylor's Falls. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Well, very nice to talk to you. Well, thank you. And I'm glad that you and the, uh, such a famous building. <laughs> yeah, and, I remember hearing sure. all about that. The cornerstone or the cathedral? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, thank you very much, ma'am. You're welcome. Goodbye. Happy Bye. birthday. Yeah. All right. If I'm 100, I want to be in shape like that. Mm-hmm. That was, that was neat. So, she didn't stick around for the Bugatti story. <laughs> How do you know? Maybe she's going to listen to it. I hope so.
tell you something, there's your governor problem again. I didn't say anything. I said something very charming about her. What, what? That I would want to, if I was 100 years of age. Oh, I thought Helen was I would, great. Yeah, I, I, she's in good shape. I wish I could be in that kind and of And I'm shape. glad she had the little slip on tennis shoes on. Yeah. I think she's got she's got handlers. Well, I think at that, I think at that age, uh, we all would have uh, handlers. I hope so. You need a handler at your age. I do. I really do. You want to know about this Bugatti? I really do, and I'm uh, I'm kind of upset that you initially excluded me. You said you you dismissed me. You won't uh, you won't care about. Well, this. because you, you know you know what I'm you know what no outside looking in now. <laughs> no, you know what? Given the mood you're in today, given the, oh I'm going to be rookie. Yeah, oh well, boy, look out! You know it would have been one of your mocking deals that I I am completely swept away by the the romanticism of discovering this gorgeous automobile in a garage in New York untouched and look at that I I'm in agreement with you that I would like to hear about this as well and I keep waiting for the other shooter I know you do oh, you keep waiting for it there buckwheat Best of Garage Logic. Some of my this is this one is one of my personal favorites. That it involves the newsman Johnny Height, who is a a wonderful part of the uh, podcast. And sometimes what we come up with is uh, rather bizarre, and the staff reacts differently. But we want to um, remind you that after this next segment, we will hit the scramble, so you can have your own scramble on a Friday, which is a gorgeous garage door open Friday afternoon. But uh, that is coming up right after um, this. I want to uh, let you know that uh, GarageLogic.com is new and improved. So if you're looking for a specific segment, you can go way back into the archives. They've done a great job. They've revamped it. It's looking good. So check it out online, GarageLogic.com. Now we're going to switch gears. And this is one of my favorite news stories of all time. It spurred a lot of chit-chatter and laughter. And uh, it's, uh, it's all because of Johnny Height. Okay. And you're the professional newsman, John. Couple I'm going zoo- with John's uh, take on this. A couple zoo stories. This one you can find on the Garage Logic page at the website. Mr. Reavers got this one for me. Heather Bouncer videotaped her 13-year-old, uh, 13-month-old, excuse me, 13-month-old Jack at the zoo sitting in front of the glass that encased some lions. Jack was wearing an outfit that was black and white striped. One of the lioness must have thought Jack was a zebra. <laughs> Tried, tried to get the kid? Tried to get Jack through the glass, and it's pretty funny. Mom talked with Good Morning America this morning. She said uh, by the whole thing, Jack was amused. Yeah, he loves kitties. So he stood up afterwards and was waving and saying, hi, kitty, kitty. You're going to have to explain what, what so you're talking about. So basically there was a video. They're, they're at the zoo. The little kid, he's what, probably like six, 13 months. Yeah, I was going to say about a year old or whatever. Little and carpet crawler. He's he's in a, a black and white striped outfit, so he looks like a baby zebra. And this, this younger lion uh, tries to grab him. He's like opening his mouth trying to eat the kid. Like they're celebrated the by a wall of glass. Yeah, funny. by about a foot you know, piece very of glass. Yeah. It was just hilarious. Well, that's a cute story. Yeah, it's posted at 1500ESPN.com under Garage Logic. Here's one for Kenny. A zoo story of a different kind. A zookeeper leapt into action 
in China Kenny's to save watching the video right now. See, isn't it cute, Kenny? Yeah, see? kids are cute. You have to admit it. Look at it's opening trying to get the thing in its mouth. Oh, what an awesome kid. In oh, the only thing I thought watching it was, what if that window breaks? <laughs> yeah. You were worried? No way. That would be but an see, issue. You, here's how my mind works. Oh, that's be If good. I was a Zoom employee. You were probably wondering if you could set up your wax hands No, you want that too. But <laughs> if I was a Zoom employee I, and that happened, I would have the fake lion suit <laughs> and, and run, run around the corner right hey, <laughs> the kid just to see what the mom would do. Like, ah! <laughs> Like from Wizard of Oz, that yes. kind of lion suit? The ding, ding, lion suit. Wow. Just go, oh, you thought you could get away. I love thinking about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, apparently you do. Okay, oh, you have issues. I'm sick, I know. Oh, There's, it's on the news right yeah, now. It's right on the news. It's on Channel 5 right oh, there now. There you go, see? Oh. Yeah. See, and if you had a lion suit like that, and you <laughs> the mom would pass out. Now a zoo story of a different kind. Okay. A zookeeper in China... Jumped into action to save a constipated baby monkey by licking the monkey's rear end with his tongue. Oh, I'm out. Okay, turn off, Kenny. Right. <laughs> turn off Reavers. Turn off everything. I can't believe you're doing this story. I threatened. Oh my God! I Again, actually, if I worked at that zoo, I would dress up <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> oh, I can't go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I have to put my monkey suit on now. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, don't try that one at home. No, John, this is it. this is very awkward. What is destroyed on this? What happened now? The, the monkey was constipated. Sure, it's a little baby monkey. It's a Francois. Oh, it's an infant. Monkey. That's nothing. Ate a peanut thrown into its cage, but oh, it was too oh, small oh, no, to no. have it pass through its digestive oh, system. Oh, what do you do? Yeah, fifty-year-old. Who was the person that discovered this? Is how? Well, it we're works. trying to get to the spot. Of this. <laughs> I, I got an idea. It's hey, kind of hair Anybody ever tried that? Just do this. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work, but uh... <laughs> hey, get that intern in here. <laughs> Fifty-year-old oh, no. Zhang Bangsheng, a keeper at Wuhan Zoo, said the monkey's life was in danger. So he washed the bottom with warm water. Oh, okay, cleaned it up, yeah, and then licked it for. <laughs> okay, no, it's okay. Yeah, and hey, don't worry about me. I used to do this in the army. Go get that. Go get Bangsheng. We got another one that just ate a walnut. <laughs> Washed the bottom with warm water and then licked it for an hour before. Well, what would that do? Well, well he I, got it out well. in five minutes, but he was just having so much fun. An hour. <laughs> he couldn't stop. Uh, it, it, it took an hour, and then the monkey was able to go to the bathroom. That's for fantastic. Pete's sake, just put some, you know, soup Ooh. on it or something. Yeah. I mean, what the soup. hell? <laughs> well, anything but this. Zang, I did say afterwards, yeah. I laughed with satisfaction yeah. to know... That I'd help the little guy out. Thank you very much. I just cannot get enough of that one. We will be back with a scramble. Darn tuning is the scramble. 
Friday afternoon. I don't care when you're listening to this, but it was very festive when this was being recorded. It is a best of Garage Logic. It is still a Friday afternoon scramble, and it is brought to you by the Minnesotan in downtown White Bear Lake, just a stone's throw off of Highway 61. I gotta tell you about this place. Corey does such a good job of marketing, but he also pays attention to what the latest buzzes are. And of course, right now, uh, that Christmas is just around the corner. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever the case may be, you're going to give somebody a gift. Why don't you give them the gift of history? The Wild Onion right on Grand Avenue. Who hasn't ate there, drank there, danced there, had fun? I told my kids years ago that if you go there on your birthday, somebody dresses up in an onion suit and chases you around. They believe that for about five years. The Wild Onion has closed, but you know what? It still lives on through the Minnesotan. And I'm flipping through their website right now. You want to check them out at theminnesotan.com. And you can get a wild onion long sleeve. It's really nice. A long sleeve thermal, very comfortable, very stylish. Check out the website to see exactly what it looks like on the uh, the uh, model right there at theminnesotan.com. Now, the wild onion is a St. Paul legendary stop. So I don't know why you would not want to give some of that. Maybe you had, I don't know, maybe overserved one night. Maybe there's a story for the Wild Onion. Well, check it out at theminnesotan.com. Also, there's so much other stuff out there. I'm just poking around, looking at their website. I love this one. Uh, when you check out uh, Aldrich Arena, it's got an old-school Zamboni. you got an old-school Zamboni T-shirt, and I really want you to check it out. Also, Lake Calhoun. Yes, you can buy a shirt with Lake Calhoun, City of Lakes, Minneapolis, Minnesota. There's all sorts of stuff. Um, check it out. I can't do it justice here. I want you to check it out online for yourself, theminnesotan.com, and they do sponsor the Friday Scramble. they got all sorts of stuff going on, and you can still send us your hashtag Scramble Friday if you got something. These might be the best ever because you're out and about and the garage door is open. You might be putting the uh, uh, what the tr- lawnmower away for the year. Whatever the case may be, if you have a video, check it out. Hashtag Scramble Friday. The Minnesotan on Highway 61, downtown White Bear Lake. Tell them that the rookie sent you. It's on, They're online at theminnesotan.com. And use them for that holiday season. You can get... Five, six, seven people off of your list. So here we go. The Wild Onion, Aldrich Arena, and so much more. Check them all out online at theminnesotan.com. There you have it, folks. The best of Garage Logic. Some of the best of. Let's hope it's, we're going to keep it light today. We'll be back Monday with a live version, and uh, who may possibly be a guest might surprise you. I haven't confirmed it yet, so stick around. Pod MN is your Minnesota headquarters for podcasts. Pod MN on your smartphone or podmn.com on your computer. They are a clearinghouse, a warehouse, a powerhouse of all podcasts that have to do with Minnesota. Don't forget to check out Table Talk with Rookie's Family. We've got a new episode coming out this weekend. We appreciate it. Thanks to Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and thanks to you, GLers. Tell your friends Garage Logic is still alive. <laughs> Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to 
do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is, when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit Shipt.com/holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T.com/holiday. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection, made with water repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. It's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their missile collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Missile Collection. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com.